Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode number 274 of Dude and a Monkey. Tonight, I am joined by marvellous people, such as... Mark Foster, hello everybody. Getting there first. <laughs> uh, Becky Foster, hello everyone. Noel Mella, hello. That was well-oiled. Everybody knew exactly what was happening. <laughs> Coming up on this week's show, actually, it's going to be quite timely because this will probably be up on the weekend of release, which doesn't usually happen for us. No, uh, no. we usually put a week, a week behind. Yes, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to be, we, we've got Noel, our um, cor- comic book correspondent, on. Uh, because Venom came out in the UK yesterday as we record, and we all saw it last night, so we're going to talk some Venom. Um, Noel, I don't think Noel's going to join us for the, for the whole show, because we are going to go spoilers as well on Jeremy Saulnier's new film, Hold the Dark, which Mark, uh, that, sorry, Noel hasn't seen. Um, so, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do some of that. We'll do some what people have been watching and all that kind of stuff. The first thing I want to address, well, I, I want to just question Noel a little bit on how he's experiencing playing video games for the first time in 35 years. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been fantastic. So yeah, well, um, so obviously Spider-Man was a big, big draw for me. I've been looking forward to this game for ages. I ummed and ahed about even buying a PlayStation at one point um, and started looking at that. And then eventually I just, just I said, I, contacted my mate Dan and I just said, look, can I borrow your PlayStation for a week or two? Uh, I'll buy the game. You can keep the game afterwards. And he said, yeah, sure. I know how much you want to play it. Also, he was going on holiday for a week. So nice. uh, sorry for, for a couple of weeks. So it's kind of me just looking after it while he's on holiday, really. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's fucking fantastic. It's so good. Like it's, I mean, I am not a gamer. Like I, my video game console uh, career, if you like, ended with the the pretty much ended with the Super Nintendo, but then it carried on a little bit with the 64, but never properly. I never had a PlayStation, never had a PlayStation 2, never had an Xbox. Um, so I am not a gamer at all. Um, so this has been a real eye opener, just seeing how how fucking fantastic games can be now. Um, uh it's been great being spider-man i've thoroughly enjoyed the game i've thoroughly enjoyed playing it with charlie because he just is i've never seen him just so thrilled by something it's it's really magical to watch um the one th- and, and, and it's nice that like you know i go to work and i'm like oh shit i can't wait to get on put, put a couple of hours in on spider-man and that is just not me at all um so it's it's been good but at the same time it 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 is a bit of a, it does confirm for me what I already know about video games. And that's that I am not a gamer and, you know, I don't, they do, they suck up a lot of time and I don't have a lot of time generally speaking anyway, to do the things that I want to do. So, you know, even just looking back on this week and and knowing that I've lost probably 10 or 12 hours of free time, just, fills me with a bit of anxiety like I, I start thinking shit i could have done this i could have done that i could have done the other so you know it's not going to change anything in, in that regard i think i will play the hell out of spider-man for another couple more weeks 
and then I'll hand the PS4 back to Dan, and I will return to my uh, I'll return to my non-gaming ways. Oh, it's been about, fun. What about when the Avengers game comes out next year? Then I will buy it and borrow the PS4 again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could set a precedent. Yeah, even though it's a bit, it, 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 you might actually, it, no, you might actually remember the time when you used to be able to rent consoles from mm. video shops. I oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. around the sort of Atari Jaguar day, is that on it? Yeah, I, I, I remember. I do remember renting a Neo Geo game oh. console. Wow, it's expensive to buy. So I rented one for like a weekend um, and it came like four games and within 10 minutes of renting it, I, I realised this is shit. <laughs> the thing with Neo Geo as well, the games were about 280 quid or something, weren't yeah. they? Like the uh, games were obscenely uh, expensive. That was literally because, you know, you had the Mega Drive, which was 16-bit and then Neo Geo was 24-bit. And then it became obsolete when the 32-bit Mega Drive came out. Well, they, um, the thing is with Neo Geo as well, um, it was, I think it was a company called SNK, and they were a software manufacturer as well, like Sega and Nintendo. And they, it's like they prided themselves on being like perfect replicas of arcade games. Yeah. So it was, it yeah. was, it was almost like a seal of quality that was like, you're going to pay a shitload, but this is going to be as good as in an arcade. Which the, yeah. the only issue was it, 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 it wasn't <laughs> the games. Don't know the games were good, but it was very much like right. Is that it though? <laughs> you died so quickly. Uh, that's that's it. I mean, I just it's interesting what Noel was saying there because it's basically exactly how I feel about video games. Except instead of being sensible and borrowing a console from someone, I buy the fucking things and then sell them. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say is it, it, meant to wow on the little gaming thing. Um, FIFA came out last Friday. Yes, it did. Um, and I bought it last Friday. And I have played it for around an hour and a half, maybe. Yeah, it's a bit... If that. And previously, um, dating back to when I was a, a Pro Evo man, when that used to be the better football game, up until about 2011-2012, I would literally take off the weekend when FIFA slash Pro Evo came out and just hammer, like, 12 hours a day on, like, the weekend days on it. And then I just have not... It's not it's not clicked with me yet. No, no. How different are they game to game? Um, they're, they're not... This one isn't doesn't feel that different. The last one felt quite different, but this one doesn't feel that different. Mm. Um, but I've played quite a lot of Mafia Three. I've played more of that since Friday. Fucking which, hell, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm kind of enjoying that. I, 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 honestly, right? I have no idea what each button does at the moment because I was really tired when I was going when I played it the first time round. I was tired and I was a little bit hungover. I think, wasn't I? Mm. Um, and so I, I kind of got through all, like, the fucking the, the tutorial. But I'm now having to train myself how to do it as I'm playing the game because the tutorial hasn't stuck in my brain because I was coming off that. Oh, dear. I, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, it's very racist. That's the whole point, racist. though, isn't it? That, that's the whole point, though. Well, right? it, it, it is, it's doing quite a, a cool sort of documentary style. So like a lot of the, uh, the the cutaways and stuff like that are um, 
like video footage of the uh, FBI investigation into what's happened. So that's in the future. So you're playing it, and the game's telling you what's what's happened at the end, and you're playing to get to that end. So it's quite it's quite interesting in that. Fair play. I just I'm I'm on the no, like I'm kind of on the old tip, but at the same time, I know give me a month or two, and I'll be fucking getting that itch again, and I hate it. Well, the, the thing is, as well as as well as getting a couple of hours in of that. Um, we've we've managed to watch a couple of movies, and including both Fletch movies this week. We have, yeah. I I bought Fletch too. I can't believe the other night we managed to go like from work for a few beers, then to Nando's for an actual meal, and then come home and watch Fletch Lives. Yeah, it's a busy fucking night. That's a busy night. What time did you finish work? That night, I think I finished at six that night, didn't I? Okay, good well, was it Tuesday? Yeah. So I finished at half six, didn't I? You finished at half six, yeah. yeah. I finished at six. We're doing up the kitchen at the moment, so like it's like I get home and the kitchen's really messy, and it, it is what it is. It's no it, like it's what it is. And it's like oh fuck, it's messy in here. Oh shit, I should really clean up. But what's the point in cleaning up? Because it's just going to be messy again tomorrow. <laughs> so I just yeah. took, I just like took out some stress by. Um, the grouting some tiles tonight so <laughs> you know that was fun did you wear a mask in because that powder's not great for you nah I didn't because I'm not a pussy <laughs> <laughs> no I didn't because I've got no fucking idea what I'm doing like literally Donna has to instruct me with ev- with everything like if she if she didn't do that, I'd probably fucking like set fire to the microwave and say I thought I was painting. Yeah, you can't paint the inside of a microwave. Oh, can't you? I, I, Shit, I, I, I've I, got some explaining to do. I don't use microwaves. Are you frightened? You're frightened of them. I you? do not fucking touch it. You are frightened of them. Fuck them. Is that because in the 1980s people said that if you pulled if you opened the door too quickly you'd get radiation poisoning? <laughs> Maybe. Do you remember that bullshit? I, I do remember that bullshit, yeah. I do remember that, yeah. Was that just something that kids said in schools that had no, no truth? No, that, 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 literally that was in like um, newspapers and shit like that. It was weird. And so, yeah, like if you kept your phone in your pocket it would make you infertile. Yeah. And yeah. brain cancer as well, weren't yeah, they? didn't fucking work, did it? Well, not yet. Maybe. Well, I don't know. That's Ticking time bomb, innit? it? Yeah, we're trying in a while. Yes, man. It's like that, like that vaping. Wait till they find out about that shit, man. For... Yeah. <laughs> in 20 years when literally everyone fucking drops dead, it's yeah. like... Uh... Oh, shit, it was always toxic. Yeah. Fuck. Could have been smoking all that time. Well, you're loved. You're loved. You just smoke like me. There's a small reservoir of oil in the bottom of both your lungs. But, but... You're inhaling chocolate... You're, inhale, you're inhaling chocolate-flavoured steam. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> remember when we thought... Infla- when, remember when we thought in, inhaling ice, cre- ice cream-flavoured steam wouldn't be bad for us? <laughs> Weren't we crazy back then? Back that was then, a well, that was a tangent. Um, right, <laughs> let's 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 talk some trailers. Let's talk some trailers. Um, one that just came out in the last couple of hours. I don't know if anybody's seen. 
Clint Eastwood's I swear this is my last acting role I promise guys honestly it is uh, The Mule anyone see this? no no I've heard of it I saw that it had popped up but I haven't actually watched it yeah um I don't know it looks it looks like it could be interesting it's basically Clint Eastwood spending two minutes saying I've been a bit I've been a shit dad and now I run drugs cool so it's like, oh, he looks so. Oh, I am looking at him right now. He, 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 in the picture that is on my YouTube for uh, where we, we watch trailers, he looks an awful lot like Frank Langella dressed as Skeletor. Yeah, he does. He does. Oh, bless him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, fuck Clint Eastwood. He directed American Sniper. Like, Ooh, Ian, did you know that's three ninety nine? I choose the moment. Yeah, no, I know it is. Yeah, fucking brilliant. Two ninety nine. I'd buy you it, but but you won't redeem it. <laughs> buy me a buy, I tell you what, buy me a PlayStation and I'll rewatch American Sniper. How's that for a deal? No, it's in four K. That sweet four K. Ah, just a little bit of a tangent. Any a warning to anyone who buys a four K Dolby Vision TV. We have been having some problems, like no one's business, with the Apple TV losing the connection between it and the TV and, like, having to reset the fucking thing. All right. Do you know what the solution was? Yesterday at the Apple Store, I spent $29.95 on a fucking HDMI cable. But basically, you... It's like you have to buy an HDMI cable that can handle the bandwidth of, like, 4K Dolby Vision. Oh, so so you need to get a heavy-duty HDMI cable rather than a a quid Like Amazon Basics thing that I was using before. Um, And I'll tell you what, actually. It actually makes the picture look better as well. It's weird. Well, weirdly, the HDMI cable that I bought when I got my uh, Apple TV thing, um, because I bought it at the same time as buying my Apple TV, and they went, "Oh, do you want a HDMI cable with that?" And I just said yes, and then paid for it. It wasn't until I left that I realised I'd just paid twenty six pounds for a HDMI cable. Yeah, I mean, it's it, the the thing Thanks. is, most of the time that's a joke, but unbelievably, the Apple Store was a three pound cheaper than Amazon. Yeah. And it's like, right, okay, fine, I suppose. You know, it made me laugh, though, because I, I fucking reserved it for in-store pickups. It was like I just wanted to, like, get in, grab it, and go. And the guy was like, oh, what are you treating yourself to today, then? I was like, an HDMI cable. <laughs> you know, there's just, oh, fuck. Those Apple Watch, those new Apple Watches look so good as well. Fuck. Anyway, the Mule. So there's the Mule. Which I watched, and nobody else did. I think we covered that. I think we covered that in enough, didn't we, Demuel? Yeah, yeah, we, we did. We did. Um, is, what what's everybody else been seeing? Uh, the, the name of it. What's the the Dick Cheney one? Vice. Oh, Vice. Vice. Yeah. Vice. I, I am. I am very, very up for Sam Rockwell playing George W. Bush. Dead and, right. Dead and, right. And, and yeah. You look at him and go. We me and Betts talked about this the other day about George W. Bush. And, you know, he was a twat when he was president. But you kind of look at it and go, but was he 
he was he never felt nasty when you look at in yeah, comparison with to the, the, with the benefit of hindsight like at the time you're like what the fuck is who's this, this how monster is this how are they gonna get worse than this guy and now you look back at it and you go oh yeah yeah what 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 he funny and quirky wasn't it yeah, look, look at him. Look at him. He's Bezzy mates with Michelle Obama now, despite the fact that they're <laughs> diametrically opposed. But do you know what? At least he isn't a huge fucking cunt. But the thing is, he was a bit of a cunt. He was, but, but he's just not but, as much of a cunt as the one they've got now. But then you look at it and you go, I watched a, a documentary on magic um, a while ago. On the art of? No, it was David Blaine doing magic. Oh, okay. And he's doing some magic for George W. Bush. And honestly, I bet that man had the most child. <laughs> he does. Yeah. And you look at it going, I'm surprised he didn't have him arrested. Drown him. You look at it going, you know what? I'd happily party with that guy because I bet he's fucking great on a night out. I bet you know that party. I bet he really fucking does. I bet he, I bet he swans into a fucking club <laughs> and then you just walk behind him and you're going, do we have to pay again? And he goes, no, no, no. Hey, Mr. President, you can do whatever the fuck I want. I can shit on this desk right now. No one says shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, well, you don't have to. Oh, he's doing it. He's doing it. Fucking hell, he's doing it. Uh, it is weird. Like, uh, how how your perceptions change, isn't it? Yeah, but Sam Rockwell looks, yeah. I, I, I'm, very, I'm very up for the fact that, that you've got, that this guy is, is, is doing these movies that are taking pop shots at, the people that they are after this and the big shot. It's just mm. so weird. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I would... I'd like to think that one day he will go back and make a silly comedy again, but at the same time, he is he's towing that line of mainstream and kind of, like, polemic cinema mm. that takes a lot of skill these days. I mean... You look at how badly um, the new uh, Michael Moore's new one's done, and it's just kind of like, right, okay, his time is gone now. Yeah, and it like we we probably need some other voices, and it feels like Adam McKay's kind of fit, filling one of those roles. I mean, yes, the straight white male role, but that's a role nonetheless. Um, and I suppose. Yeah, Anchorman Two. Nobody really likes it. It does kind of seem like maybe it's that that kind of stuff's not beneath him now, but it's certainly behind him. Um, also, it's a good it's a good excuse to rewatch The Big Short as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's maybe just a filmmaker who's gone. Do you know what? I'm I'm too old to make comedies for for people in their twenties because. That's not what I make comedies for. So I'm making almost comedies for people in their late 30s, early 40s that are laughing at different things, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is he? he's one of those... He's, he's a director that, you know, looking at his writing credits and his directing credits, anything that he's anything that he wants to do, I'm probably going to give a shot. Like, because, yeah. you know, he's done so much that's been... that I've really loved... Why? Why wouldn't? I, why wouldn't I give a shot to? And, and, and I really love the big shot as well. So, if this is the direction he's going in, I'm I'm right there with him. Fucking hell! Did I just watch that entire trailer last night and not realise that that's for Christian Bale? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Quite probably. Yeah. Yeah. That is mental. Yeah. 
And that's not that's, that's not fat suit. No, it must be. It's not fat suit. He did. No, can you imagine if you even suggested to Christian Bale that he use a fat suit? My yeah. God. Fucking hell, though. Like, that was, it, it, right. I, 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 just from I, I, a purely, like, mother point of view, that is so bad for him. And do you know what, do you know what, do you know what his next role after this is going to be? What? A role where he's got to lose shitloads of weight for. Oh, he's going to end up having a fucking heart attack, is this man? It, it's, yeah. It, he, it, it's, it's like it's like he just hates his own body. Well, he could have gone for some prosthetics, at least. No. Wouldn't do it. I could, I could kind of see him be doing a bit of a Daniel Day Lewis, like maybe doing it for another ten years or something, and then saying, "Fuck it, I'm calling it a day," and maybe just popping up every now and then. Well, because um, like with what De Niro used to do when he used to when he used to go full kind of method and sort of like have like his hairline receded for when he played Capone and Untouchables and had his teeth knocked out and then replaced um, for doing Max Cady in. Cape Fear and stuff like that. After he did um, Casino, and he um, he did Casino, and then he signed on to do Copland after that, and he put a lot of weight on for Copland, and he he basically said after that he was like, "That's it. I, I literally I'm now I'm heading towards my fifties now. I, I I can't keep doing this. I can't keep on having my teeth knocked out or." putting weight on then losing weight and doing all this like it's it's literally it, it's it's having a, a long-term physical effect well, he's probably and he never said, recovered from raging bulk no, and he said he, he never mm-hmm. recovered from um he never recovered actually from taxi driver but because he lost so much weight so quickly um um because of the way that he was carrying, skinny, carrying himself he, he lost a lot of weight he's um his gait changed uh, and you can actually you can see it if you look at things like Godfather Part Two, for instance. If you look at the way he's walking in that in '74 versus how he walks in '76, his complete walk changes, and it's not he's physically done that. It's because um, it affected his his gait, the amount of weight loss that quickly. Okay. Um, I yeah. think the thing. I think the thing the thing you you think you got to remember today though is first of all, obviously, I, it, I think back then. De Niro shedding weight and putting his body through the ringer and putting on weight and stuff like that, that kind of may have not been par for the course, but it's the type of thing that you would do as an actor back then to, mm. to, to you know, to bury yourself in the role. I think Christian Bale is a little bit of an anomaly in that regard now. He's the only one who really does that kind of thing, really. Yeah. And I think if you think about the amount of insurance and um the, the the money that he's worth and the amount of people and doctors he will have around him purely to get him from point a to point b yeah you know he doesn't he doesn't just stop eating or, or, or start eating he will have a very very strict very specific regime for everything well, so if he's, surrounded, if he's surrounded by doctors that whole time the moment his body is in any kind of danger, they'll be like, right, you need to fucking knock this on the head now because the studio aren't going to pay for you to be in another movie well, if, you, he, if you do it, this again. That's what he said happened with um, when he did The Machinist, for instance. He he went to... Uh, he, he had Batman. And then Batman was... Shooting was delayed, and that meant he could take on The Machinist. And so he lost weight but didn't speak to a dietitian or anything like that. And literally lost it by just for two months. All he ate in a day was an apple and a tin of tuna, and that was all he ate of the day. And just drank coffee and water. 
um, and he lost all that weight, and then he had to put it all back on in muscle um, to to play Batman, and figured, I know how to put physical mass on. I've, I've done it before. I did it when I did American Psycho. So just went and just just essentially just built himself back up again and was too big to fit in the bat suit when he went back. So they had to give him six weeks to lose weight again. <laughs> and uh, when he went mm. to, to lose it again for the one he did with Herzog... Um, Rescue Dawn. Rescue Dawn, yeah. Uh, he said, oh, I'm going to lose all this weight. And his wife said, one condition, go and speak to a fucking dietitian because you nearly killed yourself last time, mm. you idiot. Yeah. And so he went to a dietitian and they said, they said, this said it last night. They went, no, that's not how you do it. That's that's the worst way you can do it. But De Niro put weight on for Raging Bull by literally moving to Sicily for six weeks and drinking nothing but beer and eating nothing but pasta. <laughs> oh, I'm alive. What a life. It does beg the question, though, how he's going to go from how how Christian how Christian Bale is going to go from this current role to his next film because his next film is My Name's Not Ali McBeal, the Callista Flockhart story, and he's going to have to shed loads of weight for that. Shit loads of weight, yeah. Uh, he'll do it though. Do it. Yeah, he'll just have to go. He'll, he'll have to have to go on dates with Harrison Ford. Well, Clint East Clint Eastwood's playing Harrison Ford in that, so it should be. <laughs> should be all right. <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that movie. <laughs> That's fucking sad. Adam McKay was directing it. <laughs> oh, dear. Very good. Uh, other trailers. What else have we see? Uh, Rocket Man. Ah, uh, yeah. It's it, it, it's it's not going to be a straight up biopic. This is it. It's going to be more a Bronson style fantasy biopic. I think. There's people floating in the trailer, Mark. So obviously, yeah. You never know. Elton John led a very varied life. He did. He did, but I don't think he was on like an underground stage. I <laughs> wouldn't put it past the man. Um, I, I, I do, I do think I've got more hope for this than I have for Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because, oh yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. because of this, Rebecca. You're a legend, Fred. We're all oh, legends. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? Oh, it makes I me just... want to rip my eardrums out that bit. Oh. oh. Fucking horrible. I know I'm going to go and see that movie, but I really don't want to. You don't fucking have to. I'm not going to go and have you sat next to me being a fucking hater all the time. I won't, I won't. I promise I won't. I promise I will watch it objectively, but it looks terrible. Why would you go and watch Biopic of a band that you hate? I don't. Yes, you fucking do. I hate them, yeah. I do, yeah. I don't, I don't want to though. On my own? I don't want to hate them. Though. Yeah, you do though. No, I you, don't. I you, genuinely, you, I genuinely you roll don't. around in your hatred, Chris. No, I you genuinely don't. You love to hate them because you know I like them. No, that's that, that is categorically not that true. Is, it's the only reason, right? It's the opposite of why you're looking forward to the new Doctor Who because I think it looks shit. No, I, I actually think I actually am vaguely interested in it now, whereas it I wasn't before. It isn't. It's because I don't want to watch it. So you're like, oh, I actually think it looks quite good. But that's just that's just not true when you're you're you fibbing. You're fibbing. You're fucking contrary. I'm not contrary. Rocket Man. Yes. I, 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 <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Look, guys. <laughs> I think it looks alright. I'm, I'm I'm interested by this. What? Rocket Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'll give it a watch. Love Elton John. So obviously I'm gonna fucking see it. But I don't know. The, the trailer's messy as fuck. But it, it, it is a teaser trailer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. 
I think you're dead right about the the. It, it feels like you know the Bohemian Rhapsody and this are going to be lumped in together a little bit yeah. in conversation, but actually when it comes down to it, they're going to be very different. For, and and I, you know, I I love Queen. I'm a big Queen fan, and I am so torn on that film because I know it's going to be garbage. I know it's going to be shit. But I just want to see Queen in a film. I like and hear those songs. So, uh, whereas this, you know, what was that, Becky? Sorry, you find yourself really rooting for it to be better than it looks. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, kind of not rooting for it because I hate Brian May and Roger Taylor so bad that I kind of want it to fail so they lose money. But yeah, uh, yeah. they're the worst. They're the worst. Uh, yeah. in, fact, in fact, I wouldn't put it past them to have. I wouldn't put it past them to have had it written into the contract that at the end of the movie, Freddie's died, and it's all about bringing that other chap into the band, that Adam, whatever his name is. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the guy from. Exile. And then it'll end with like a <laughs> over the fucking credits performance from them with this new guy. Yeah. No, you won't put that. It'll, be, it'll, it'll end with it'll end with them turning around to that guy and going. Freddie was a legend, but you're an even bigger legend. Yeah. <laughs> then, oh, then, imagine that. There'll be, there'll be a card up up and say, and say, Brian and Roger went on to continue with Queen and achieved more success than even ever. Even more success. John is a massive vacuum cleaner enthusiast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as long as it doesn't have the scene of Brian May playing fucking guitar on top of Buckingham Palace. That, that, uh, that's I, I play all the credits. Oh, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> Freddie Mercury was a fairly arrogant bastard, wasn't he? I, yeah, I bet in real life that line went, you're a legend, Fred. Yeah, fucking no. Fuck off, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk to me, dickhead. <laughs> yeah, peasant. There's a Fred, uh, I've got a mate who, um, a lad who used to work with, and he's got this fantastic story about, I don't know where he said he got it from. It's it like in somebody else's biography, in some biography that he'd read, or maybe it was a Queen biography or some documentary or something. And he was saying that like, some band were backstage and they were due to be playing with Queen and they really wanted to meet Freddie Mercury. So they sort of wandered backstage and uh, were walking towards uh, Freddie Mercury's room. Um, and this, um, the door flew open and this young lad would just sort of flew out of the room and they heard from inside there, Jerry, fetch me another boy. This one's arse has burst. <laughs> <laughs> and it's moments like that you want to see in a, in, in a, in a Queen biopic. I just don't think we're going to get How do you even burst an arse? <laughs> oh, do you know what? You know what? I, I, I hope that is the moment where downstairs the TV went quiet and Claire just heard. <laughs> <Something>. <laughs> oh, I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I kind of really want Sasha Baron Cohen to make his version and, and include that, like the unauthorised yeah, yeah. biography of Freddie Mercury. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. You know Sasha Baron Cohen's version would have included that. Mm-hmm. You know it would. I, I just, if it doesn't have... Naked midgets walking around carrying trays of cocaine at a party. Well, no. I don't give a well, shit. But that's an alleged incident, isn't it? No, it's not. That fucking happened. <laughs> don't take these things from us, Rebecca. Alleged incidents are the most fun, though. Those are the fun ones. 
I don't think it's going to be a fun biography. Oh, oh, Rocketman. Do you know who's in Rocketman? Who? Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton's in it. Jamie Bell's in it. Bryce Dallas Howard's in it. Oh, so do you know what else will be in it if Bryce Dallas Howard's in it? Bryce Dallas Howard's hair. There you go. Is she playing yeah, Kiki yeah. D, baby? No, she's playing um, Sheena Eileen. Uh, Sheena Eileen, his wife. Oh. There with a weird face, a weird Muppet face that looks like it's been made by someone. Oh, shit, rare over there. I remember I was I was discussing this with somebody recently though but the difference is it may have been one of you guys but like the difference is that basically you know Queen have are very protective of their brand yeah Elton John doesn't give a fuck he just says you know no. very open about his life I can feel that Elton John would have read the scripts and gone oh I was way worse than this you, you need to yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 there wasn't one arse burst Three. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was the boy whose ass burst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Fetch me um, another boy this one's ass is burst. Sorry, that just is the best lo- I mean that's the best sentence so, I've ever heard. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, the next one, uh trailer. Um what else have we got? <laughs> One, one I know that you, you, you were fond of, Ian. Uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I just the fact this this one's ass. I don't know. I just, um, yeah. <laughs> well, I think if I could do, if you could do a better Freddie Mercury impression, it sounds so good as well. Oh, Jerry, fetch me another boy. This one's ass is burst. <laughs> Oh god! Um, yeah, um, it's the Spider-Verse. Yeah, man, uh, it looks it looks fun. I like the fact that this animated kind of offshoot thing is a much more exciting Christmas comic book film than Aquaman is. Yeah, uh, it just it looks cracking, and there's a spider pig. Did yeah? Did did so? Ian and all. Um, did you guys stay for the post-post-credits of um, Venom? Mm-hmm. Yes. Which yeah. were just an extended trailer for this. Yeah, that's an odd choice, that. Yeah. So weird. I, I liked how trolly it was. That it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Marvel is saying we can't have Spider-Man in our fucking Venom film. Yeah. 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 Uh, I no, the no, thing I is, I, I was kind of a bit... The problem, yeah. Anything that references that fucking piece of shit film that annoys me. What the Simpsons movie? It's not a reference to that though. Yeah, I know, but the spider pig thing kind of. No, what are you going to say? Oh no, I was just going to say the thing with the, with having that clip after Venom is like uh, I I was like. I was waiting for a post-credit scene, and then one when one cropped up, like I didn't, I didn't want to, like I wa- I wanted to go home, and I I expect a post-credit scene to be a quick little thing that gives me a flash of something mm. interesting. But actually, this was just a really long scene for something else that I'm going to go and see anyway. Yeah. So it, like I, I was just a bit like, I just want to go home. Like, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't choose to, if this. If this scene had been put online, I wouldn't watch it because I know I'm going to go and watch this film. 
Yeah. So to then feel like I sort of had to sit through this scene because it was a post credit scene just felt a bit like a waste of my time. Oh, fuck, I didn't realise that the, it was written by Phil Lord of Lord and Miller. Yeah. yeah, it's produced by them. Yeah. Fucking hell, Nick Cage is playing Spider-Man Noir. He is. Yeah, it's it. Th- that's a fascinating proposition. Is uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse? Um, yeah. Just got no idea how well that thing's gonna do. Uh, it, it's I, Spider-Man. I it's yeah. It's it's a Spider-Man animated movie. It's gonna do just fine. Just yeah, but I mean, like, just in the realms of just fine. Is it gonna do just fine, or is it gonna do just just fine? Um, well, I think it'll. I think it'll do better than Lego Batman, but not as but not as well as as an actual Spider-Man movie. Mm. And when I say actual, all right, let's say bigger than like more than Lego Batman, less than Homecoming. That's where I'd go. Fair enough. And, and I, I would I would assume that's probably a win for Sony. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, Holmes and Watson. Oh. Yeah, I'm fucking so on board for this. Bex, you are not convinced, are you? It looks fucking awful. Yeah, whereas, whereas I, I think it, I, I, it might be one of my most anticipated movies the rest of the year. That is just... You need to re-evaluate. When he starts shooting the fucking bees. Do you know what? It's interesting you say that, Becky, that he needs to reevaluate. How many times has everybody watched this this trailer? Once. Uh, about three okay. times. Ah, uh, Okay. Because I the first time I watched it, I was very very in, and I rewatched it again today, and I paid a bit more attention to the actual jokes, and I'm a bit like you know I I love Step Brothers and I like Talladega Nights and I love these two guys and I really want this to be good, but I, if this is the if these are the best jokes that are in that film, that concerns me a bit. I could literally watch those two rip off each other for hours. It it just it's the putting modern things in that world really yeah. really like the hey girl stuff at the end. Oh it's yeah, like, nah, not having it. Awful. And the no shit Sherlock as well. And yeah, I, I would normally absolutely agree with you because normally that does fucking make me cringe and make me hate things. But because it's them two, I'm fine with it. Mm. And the and, and the would you like some heroin line? That that, would, that was delivered well. That's a good line. Also, I did like the I liked the first the first gag as well, where he says "I love you" to the queen. I like that. Mm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know why, but yeah. <laughs> oh, She's stunning. <laughs> it's quite a good impression, that actually. Well it could go either way, couldn't it? Really. <laughs> I think it's one of those movies where it's shit. Everybody thinks it's shit, but I laugh heartily. I, I will say that it's fucking amazing that they got Ralph Fiennes to play Moriarty, yeah, and it's in really this. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of get the impression that that he's been turning down Moriarty for a few years mm. now. He's chose this this to do it. It's just yeah, like, I was almost controlling it. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Right, Timmy, for fuck's sake, mate, you're not getting Timmy. out of there. 
What's he doing? Is he is he hacking up a pig there or something? He's, he's, chew, he's chewing the bars. He don't. He like. That? It's just. It's something that hamsters fucking do, mate. Seriously, it's not happening. Just chill. It sounds like he's got a big cleaver and he's bashing it down on a butcher's block or something. It's... Nah, man, he's literally just biting into the fucking bar. He's mental. <laughs> At some point, he's going to get out of there and you're going to look a fool. Nah, man, he fucking... Nah, he loves me. Lottie fucking squeaks out all the time because she manhandles him, but... <laughs> right. Uh, review time? Uh, I'm just going to nip downstairs and get a drink. Okay? Yeah, I, just... I will have my headphones on, but... Um... I'm away from AFK. Um, well, I'll tell you what, actually, I might just have a quick wee before we get into it then. Anybody back? Yeah, hello. Mark, yes. I'll tell you, you then. Go I on. just clicked on I clicked on a link a minute I clicked on a link on a link a minute ago because I was attracted to this story and then I had to have a closer look at the website because it felt like a fake story and actually it's kind of a sort of the onion type website. Well it might be the funniest it might be the it might be the funniest website I've ever found. Oh, is it? Uh, so, so the link that I clicked on was Andrew WK releases his calendar from 1982 to prove he was at every party. That's what made me click, which I thought was hilarious. But it's got other other articles on there. Uh, 101 evasive maneuvers for when the mariachi band is headed your way. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Four uncommon sexual fantasies and why you're wrong for shooting them down before I can even explain. <laughs> Opinion. How could we need more gun control when I already have a gun and I am clearly in control? <laughs> uh, what the fuck's this that? Web- this website... No. Link me. <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'll, I'll post this. I found the funniest website ever. Oh, good stuff. Right, we ready? Yeah. Right. Venom, or as Eminem says at the end of the film, Venom. Venom. Uh, Venom. 
fucking that song. Is it a song? I'm gonna get some venom. I'm gonna get venom. I'm gonna get him. Let's get him. Is it that song? Yeah, and then he's like, that'll be five million dollars, please. So <laughs> Exactly, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, man. Like, yeah, Jesus. anyway. <laughs> it's like they said, he's like, right, fucking hell, right, what's the name of the, what's the, name of the film again? What is it? I can, you say it again, I forgot. It's Venom, right. Hmm, Venom, hmm, Venom, Venom. Venom, I'm gonna get him. Venom, 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 Venom. Venom. <laughs> he accidentally realised he was still recording, and, and he's like, "Oh, I'll just use that." <laughs> uh, yeah, Venom <coughs> is directed Venom. by Ruben Fleischer and uh, stars Tom Hardy. Stars David. Does it star David Venom? It doesn't, but I really wish it did. It would have made Eminem's life easier if it did. <laughs> oh, wow, you broke Becky. They didn't cast David when I'm... <laughs> um, Riz Ahmed, Michelle Williams... Um, and I don't know some other people oh Jenny Slate yeah. that was weird um, yeah that so, was really weird yeah um, so Venom Venom uh, can you do it one it more time David Venom yeah there we go sorry no can you just say Venom one more time Venom is about Eddie Brock a reporter <laughs> who is really, really serious because he reads from a notepad quite a lot. Um, and he has a show and he interviews Riz Ahmed on that show and he asks questions that Riz Ahmed doesn't like, so he destroys his life. Um, and then through some things that happen, he gets infected with Venom. Venom! Uh, do it again, Noel. I can't do it. Venom! And it kind of goes on from there. So this film's kind of looked like shit all the way through the marketing, really. Um, people appear to be thirsty for Venom on Venom on Twitter, <laughs> which is just the weirdest fucking thing. Um, he's definitely got a cock mouth. And does that mean that Venom is good? Becky. <laughs> you have to that next later on. Right, okay. Uh, let's My let's... work here is done. Fuck's sake. Oh, um, no, what did you think of Venom? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, uh, well, I mean, you know, it's the thing is, is if, if, I, if anybody asked me what, what the film was, if anybody asked me whether or not they should see it, I would say, have you seen the trailer? And if they said yes, I'd say, well, it's that. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's one of those movies that, that really, I'm not going to use that phrase that I hate, but it is exactly what it appears to be. Um, so, you know, it, it's, 
I, I went in with lowered expectations. Um, I just wanted to be entertained, and I was. But deep down, I know it's fucking garbage. Um, the the motivations of everybody in the whole film, including Benham, are just <laughs> opposite, like they're just not that they they don't make any sense at all. And the, I guess the weird thing is, is you know, the last time I was on this show, we were talking about um, uh, the Predator, and it actually, if you actually put these films, if you put Venom and the Predator down on the same page there's really not much in it quality wise uh, like they're, they're both pretty terrible i think uh, but i think the one thing that saves the film and why they probably didn't go with david when is tom hardy like he he the 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 the, the split performance between venom and tom hardy makes the film worthwhile but outside of that kind of garbage and it and it does feel like it's from the from the late 90s um mark <laughs> I, I love movies from the late 90s especially yeah. um, so I, I actually i got on with it really well but everything that Noel says there is is pretty much spot on it's you're watching it and i, I was watching it and going wait i'm enjoying this um I'm not even sure what's actually really kind of going on, but I get the feeling that the film doesn't even really know what's going on. And, and it's... It, I, I, I don't think it's taking itself too seriously um, because of the fact that I, I don't think Ruben Fleischer is, is a guy, is a director who would make this movie and try and take it too seriously. So the, the barbs of oh, it's so intentionally bad. You know, it's trying to be so serious. Like, have you seen <laughs> Zombieland? <laughs> mm. um, so there's that. But yeah, it's, like you said, it's almost like they got halfway through the movie and went, oh, shit, we have to make Venom the good guy. What can we do? I just changed his mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what changed his mind? I literally just changed his mind. They're both losers, and he wants to fuck Michelle Williams through Eddie Brock. There you go. We can't say that, because it's going to be a PG-13. <laughs> we'll sort it out. Just don't worry about it. It changes your mind. There you go. All right, fine. Um, and I so, found Chick Venom very disturbing. I found, I found Sexy Venom quite disturbing, yeah. Yeah. Like um, yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I literally, when it came up, I was like, ooh. Venom's got all sexy. <laughs> and then, yeah. you, found, you found that sexy? Sexy Venom was quite sexy. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so, yeah. And then she turned and then he turned in a day he turned into um Michelle Williams. Oh fucking hell. Uh, uh, fuck you, go back, what? sexy venom back. <laughs> um, I mind what she could do with that song. Um, so yeah, but all the way through it, I was thinking, but I'm actually really, really quite enjoying this. Yes, it's shit. But it's an awful lot of fun. And what I wanted was a Sunday morning cartoon. Yeah. And what you get is a Sunday morning cartoon. And it's a great kind of pie cleanser to to how serious some comic book movies have kind of got themselves. Well, that's it. I mean, it, it it feels like a movie from when comic book movies were just kind of dumb. And I think it's weird to watch because we're so kind of... 
conditioned now to to view things through a lens whereby we've we've watched all these Marvel movies. We you know by by necessity they all are quite intelligent storylines because they have to. I said this to you last night, didn't yeah. I? They have to look back at the movies that have already been made and make sure they don't step on their toes, and they have to look forward at the movies that are coming and make sure that they don't mm. fuck them up. So they are very very well thought out. Mm. No, no matter what you think of them, whether you like them or not, they are very, very well-planned yeah. stories. And this just wasn't... It just fucking went for it. And it's it, it's a mess, and there's bits of it that just don't fucking make sense. But at the end of the day, it's really fucking good fun. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I think we're pretty much all singing for the same hymn sheet. You know, maybe, maybe Noel slightly less so, but I... Oh no 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 no! It's it's it, the thing is, I I greatly enjoy. I, I absolutely enjoyed everything about it, and I I like the fact that it's trashy, and I like the fact that it feels like it's from the nineties. But that I have my main issues are, you know, I feel bad about liking it because <laughs> I would come down. I would come down hard on another movie like Predator. Uh, sorry, the Predator, which has the same sort of nonsensical moments to it yeah yeah and and, you know but with this i kind of go all right well i had a good time with it mainly because of tom hardy um but you know it it, it, it's Um, it's it's dumb and that's that and and i think becky's absolutely right she you know i think the fact that i think probably the fact that marvel don't want to touch this works in its favor because if this had had to lumber itself with trying to trying to attach itself to the universe that that Tom Hardy exists, uh, sorry, that um, Tom Holland exists in, it couldn't have worked. You know, it really couldn't. It would have been cumbersome. It would have been too expensive. It would have been cumbersome. Tonally, it wouldn't have known what to do with itself. So it works as this self-contained thing. But do I want to see a Venom 2? Do I want to explore this, this, the world of the symbiotes more? Not really, you know. I, I had I had a good couple of hours watching it, but I'm sort of done with it, you know. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, Becky, go on. You're saying, but Woody Harrelson at the end—they clearly, they're clearly going in that direction. Oh yeah, yeah, and and you know, Woody Harrelson is a draw, absolutely, and I think it, it makes sense. I mean, this is the thing, and I've said this before. Like, I think symbiotes are a bit shit. Yeah. And I don't think that they're particular. I've never never been attracted to them as 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 characters in the Marvel comic book universe. I think they're a bit boring, a bit generic, and a bit nineties, and a bit, you know, they're from that era of extreme comics where everything was drawn like you know Todd McFarlane started that whole style of art where everything got extreme, and Venom played very well into that. So you ended up with all these other symbiotes so it makes absolute sense because carnage is a favorite that carnage would be next but for me as a film goer i've just seen one symbiote versus another symbiote there were moments frankly where i didn't i couldn't really tell what was going on and i don't know if i need that again even though it's even though it's um even though it's woody harrelson who's a great actor if he's going to be wrapped up in a symbiote suit and it's just going to be these gloopy things bashing at each other again, yeah. how is that more exciting than seeing, let's say, another, you know, another Transformers Michael Bay movie where it's just effects being smashed into each other? I mean, I, yeah. I, I, right, yeah. I mean, the, the thing with I, I think 
the thing with the sequel could be though that Woody Harrelson will be playing it with a kind of a gleeful look at all the fucked up shit I can do like almost like like wantonly destructive playful kind of thing which like inhuman form embracing it kind of thing yeah 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 I think yeah. could that that could be an interesting way to go down I mean just to just to say I mean I, I for me like as soon as uh, Brock and Venom were attached to each other, the film went up appreciably for me. I I was really struggling with it beforehand. Um, I mean, Riz Ahmed is basically a series of speeches. That yeah. that's all that character is. Um, just the fucking. I, I like the security. Uh, the, genuinely, the security in that fucking building when Jenny Slate broke him in oh. was boggling my fucking mind. And just the fact that even after it, there's still a little bit of time before they discover it's her. And it's well, uh, that's it. You were saying this. Me and Bex said this last night. Is what there isn't a single there isn't a single camera in that building. He has sent yeah. rockets to space but cannot fit cameras in his building. Even if he's got no, even if he's got no cameras in the, even if he's got no cameras in the rest of his building, surely he would have some cameras in the room where he's keeping all the symbiotes. Well, I mean, or just even on the fucking door, like even like, yeah. I mean, th- I, have cameras on their doors. There's all, all sorts of fucking weird. Probably sh- both Cameras on their door. <laughs> I mean, did did you also notice it took the old woman six months to walk to the airport? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, I mean, it's just it's just like ah, fuck it, storytelling like that that does piss me yeah. off. Um, and I mean, yeah. later on as well, it's like I don't know, just the whole Michelle Williams. How the fuck did I? I, I don't know. It just uh, I suppose the dog yeah. took her over <laughs> and like. That would have been an interesting that's, scene to see, but exactly, yeah, and and that's the other thing as well. I hadn't even thought about it until, like, I remember thinking it at the time when I was watching the film. But I think there's a few moments where you feel the budgetary constrict, uh, constrictions. So there's maybe you know maybe it was um, to maintain, maybe it was to keep control of the budget budget maybe it was to keep control of the rating i don't know but there's a couple of instances where you go all right now we're gonna see what a symbiote rabbit look and they don't show that yeah and then you go oh now we're gonna see what a symbiote dog what would a venom dog look like wouldn't that be ace a venom dog let's see a venom dog no you just see something flash in its eyes and then it's off screen even the um female venom is a flashing, you know, it just flashes, flashes right past. So it do, there are moments where you sort of, I don't know, you don't, there's not that much cool shit in it, really. I, I didn't think, I think there could have been more cool shit to look at. And, and also, and I, I don't know, this, sorry, just because this bothered me as well, and I don't know, maybe that's a comic book explanation. All, like, for, like, the first two thirds, it's, like, it's parasitic, it's killing him, it's killing him, it's killing him, his heart's atrophied. And it's, Mm. like, as soon as Eddie Brock's all right with him being there, then it's fine and it's not killing him. Well, it's Mm. 
scream at the start, though, and it? it's choosing to feed off that rather than because he's not feeding it enough. So is that uh, okay. is that literally okay? Fair enough. That makes sense. I don't think that's explained very end, well. I think it says something at the end about let's go get some food because otherwise this liver's looking yeah. Red. Oh, Your liver's sorry. looking good, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. One thing that did bother me actually. Why like, couldn't you whole... just fucking tell him that? Sorry. No, it's alright. Go on. Just like, look. Well, look. I think he does though, doesn't he? What? Like... I mean, in his own way, in his own way, he's kind of like constantly trying to get him to eat. Yeah. Or he's going food like that, and but then he's sort of like. Why doesn't he just say, "Look, mate, I'm like because like when she's like <laughs> look, saying." Mate. No, no, but I, sorry, but it's like when she's saying he's feeding off you, and Venom's going like, "No, she's lying." It's like, why don't he just bloody say beforehand? Look, yeah, if you don't get me some fucking, if you don't sit in that fucking lobster tank and eat that lobster, I'm a fucking kill you. I, 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 especially considering at that point it, he doesn't really particularly like him. I don't know. It just, I, I mean, I'm getting hung up on all this shit. But, no, 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 but that's the thing. There is, there is loads of, the, uh, there is loads of character mo- motivation shit to get hung up on, mm, mm. and that's kind of my issue. My issue is, you know, something like character motivation or um, the decisions that are made by characters. That that's something that really pissed me off with the Predator. You know, a film that I would openly say I hate, but here. I'm forgiving this film quite a lot just because I had a good time with it. But when I actually start to think about it, you know, the whole, like, what was Venom's purpose? What, like, and why did he switch so quickly? And all of these little things just sort of, it's not, you know, all of those little things make me go, you know what? This is a bad film. This is a, this is not a well-written film, but, kind of enjoyed my time with it and that's all i needed so that's the thing it's more fu- it's more fun than the predator that the, the predator yeah. is a predator film that actually forgets to be entertaining yeah um for well, large balls i think if, i think if you switch it out and you put anybody else but tom hardy in this it's not as entertaining yeah, sorry, because yeah. i don't i don't think there's enough cool shit to look at to make it entertaining Oh, just back to what I was going to say before. One thing that did bother me was, like, the whole setup was, like, with the lab and stuff, was, oh, my God, it's so hard to find a compatible person for, for the yes. to, to bond with. <laughs> and then you've got Riot just walking halfway across the world, switching from person to person, he's fine. But that might just be a feature of him as a whatever it is. Yeah. But then Venom isn't doesn't take in the homeless lady fine, fair enough, not necessarily going to, and maybe Tom Hardy is just the perfect match. But then, oh, coincidentally, Michelle Williams just so happens to be as well. Yeah, and, and, and Riz Ahmed is perfect for Riot as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's just too much. That It's too too much coincidence. Yeah, I know it's that. That bothered me as well. Yeah, it just, it's... I, I, I don't know, I, I came out of it enjoying it more than I expected to, but it yeah. is literally because of Tom Hardy. I totally. Mean, that, I mean, that, that is it. I mean, Michelle Williams, bless her. I know she's basically been very honest in the press saying, look, 
if I do a film like this every now and then, it helps get the films I actually care about get made because I'm it, I'm more of a name to sell it. And it's like, yeah, cool, that's absolutely fine. You've got a very, very thankless character in this fucking film. I mean, at least she didn't get kidnapped at the end. That was something. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, J- Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, she's just, she's a motivational object. That is all yeah, she is totally. in this fucking film. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm surprised she didn't feel kind of insulted by it, to be honest. But, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's annoying because like, when it comes to your rating on it, it's like, cause I wouldn't say so bad. It's good because it's not good, but I don't think I'd say it's, it's definitely shit because Tom Hardy, I think elevates it from being yeah. pure shit. That's the thing. And I think that, that you can't, uh, that is the main takeaway from this for me, because I think, you know, in the, in the lead up to this, in a similar way to, you get a lot of this sometimes, you know, uh, Ryan Reynolds is announced as Green Lantern and he, he starts talking about how he's the great, you know, the biggest Green Lantern fan in the world. And then, you know, whenever an actor gets announced as this, some of them will be like, oh yeah, I've loved this, you know, I've loved this comic forever. Dwayne the Rock Johnson has always loved Black Adam and all this type of stuff. And we got that with Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy, you know, came out and he was like, oh, I'm a huge Venom fan. And he was, there was pictures of him like wearing Venom t-shirts even before the first, you know, the first image or a trailer or anything had come out around it. When you actually watch this film, he gives a fuck about this character. Yeah. He is, he is, he is putting in a shift. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, the performance before he goes full blown Venom, you know, the stuff that's happening to him and he's sort of like freaking out and breaking down. Yeah. It's a bit over the top and yeah, it's a bit is let's not forget. This is a comic book movie. You know, it, it, it is over the top and it is a bit silly, but it's fucking good. And he's really watchable and he's really into it. And he's, really putting in a shift and then the, the moments that that happen later where you know venom's talking to him or the bit where he sort of like you know they pop out of the water and he's sort of like shaking himself down like as if he's got sort of you know he's sort of got it got it on him still and stuff like that he's really fucking you know he cares and and it comes across yeah yeah you're right there I think ratings wise for me, I think it would probably be a geostorm. It is, it is bad. It's a fucking mess, mm. but it is so fucking enjoyable for it. It's so, yeah. fun. so I think I'd probably go geostorm. I, I think it is literally the perfect geostorm film, along with geostorm, <laughs> in the sense that yeah. it, it is. I, I'd love to say it's definitely not shit, but it is a bit shit. It is a bit but shit. it is also lots of fun. Mm. Is it, that's the thing. I'm going touching cloth. Like, because I background it's Timmy is it Timmy yeah like industrial cogs turning and yeah stuff. no I'm I'm so sorry he's really the right? one tonight he's not usually like this <laughs> um but no I mean like because the thing is with Geostorm Geostorm is like it, Geostorm for me the perfect summation of Geostorm and I'm apologies Noel if you haven't seen Geostorm and why not is <laughs> How did you do that? Because I'm the president of the United States. Venom doesn't have anything like that in it. 
that really pushes it over the edge into just stupid, I'm just going to open myself up to this yeah. ridiculousness. Because Hardy is is putting in a shift, like you say. No one in Geostorm is putting in a shift. Um, see, that's my, my interpretation of Geostorm was, it's bad, but you've got to see it. And I, and I and I would I would I was going to go Geostorm because I would say this is a bad film, but you've got to see it because of Tom Hardy. Yeah. But I also see where you're coming from, Ian. I wish we can invent a new Venom rating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've got Geostorm as well, so I, I, I think I, I might just go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go on, go on. So you've got to three Geostorms and a touching clock. It's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, our audience poll, definitely not shit, 35%. <laughs> touching cloth, 0%. Shit, 41%. And Geostorm, 24%. Okay, now well, fair enough. The world seems to be bad. I didn't, I, I intentionally, you know, if it's a film I'm looking forward to, I intentionally don't read anything. I don't, I stay off Twitter the day before. This was a film that went right up to the wire with like press screenings and stuff like that as well. Fully. I didn't want to know a thing about it. Um, so my, my reaction to it was very, very genuine and very, very, you know, from me, I didn't know a thing about it. Um, but it feels like my reaction to what I said on Twitter while the cre- while the credits were rolling was that this isn't a very good film. It's kind of fun. It's a bit messy, and it sort of feels like it's from the. That seems to be the general consensus. I think if there's one voice that's louder than the other, it's that it's bad. But I don't know. Is it, it depends what you look for in a film, really, doesn't? I, I will say Robbie Collin in the Telegraph described Venom as looking like a cream egg that got spilt on a bin bag. And <laughs> that's pretty great. That's pretty good, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Um Yeah. Um so okay, that's Venom done. So no, we're I think we're gonna talk Hold the Dark, mate. So Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to watch that at the weekend, so I will duck out because uh, we're definitely going to see that. So, also, we're going to see a Star Is Born tomorrow, so I'm really fucking looking forward to that. Right, we'll have you on for a Star Is Born next week then. Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> right, enjoy the rest of the show, folks. I shall be listening next week. Good shit. See you later. Bye. Thanks, bud. All the best. Bye. Before you go. Oh no, he's gone. He's gone. Gutted. I was going to make him do Venom again. <laughs> I'm genuinely tempted to just cut that minute and put it at the start of the show as the music at the start of the show. Just in <laughs> that. <laughs> I might have to ask him if he can just fucking do like two minutes of that and I'll just record it as a separate thing and stick it on the front of the fucking show. Um, anyway, yeah, that was... That was fucking fantastic. Right. Thank you, Noel. Let's move on then. So we're going to talk about Jeremy Saulnier's um, Hold the Dark, which is um, starring Jeffrey Wright, uh, Riley Keough, and Alexander Skarsgård. Um, oh, yeah. Noel's... Hang on. I'll get him on the WhatsApp, and I'll just get him to do it one more time. 
God damn it. He's busy quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, hang on a sec. Becky just wanted you to say Venom one more time. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, Hold the Dark. Um, Jeffrey Wright is an author who has written a letter... Uh, from Riley Keogh saying, my son's been taken by wolves, can you help me find him please, essentially. Um, he goes, he tries to help, some shit happens, and Alexander Skarsgård plays the boy's son, who is wounded in war, and flies back. So, oh shit, no voice message. So, um, I will say that, um, spoiler alert for my feelings on Hold the Dark, the last 20-25 minutes has been far more enjoyable than I think me talking about Hold the Dark is going to be, but we'll try our best. Um, Becky, what do you think of Hold the Dark? Um, uh, um, I, I liked it, I thought it was good, um, it's, it's a bit of a slog, um, at points because it's very very slow paced. Um, but there's some there's some really violent shit in there which just makes up for the slow pace. Um, I think you've you've it's one of those films where you kind of have to put your own interpretation on what you think it's about. It's not kind of laid out for you, which you know it, it, not necessarily going to be for everybody. But it's I I enjoyed it. I thought the central performances were pretty good. Um. Yeah, it was it was a weird one to be honest. I I mean I I just watched this tonight before recording when I got home from work and it's um I don't know, you know when you've not quite fully formed your opinion oh, yet. Fuck, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's one that you need time to think on, I think. Yeah, but I think I mean I'd I'd I definitely what I don't think the trailer does it much justice to be honest and it doesn't really set you up for what you're actually going to get and I'd like to rewatch it in a bit more of a prepared state. That's fair. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um because it isn't about wolves. No. Stealing taking a little boy at all. No. It is categorically different than that. And it's it's a bit dark when you kind of have to, you have to really, I think, be in the right frame of mind for it. And I don't think necessarily after an eight-hour shift at work was the right frame of mind for watching it. I'd like to watch it again, a bit more chilled. Yeah, I agree with that. Mark, what do you think? Um, it's it's an interesting film. I think it, 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 predominantly it's, it's a very interesting film. I think that because I think Jeremy Sonia is a, a, a fantastic filmmaker, um, and I think uh, Macon Blair is a is a very 
is a very talented writer. And I I have a feeling though that a little bit um with Hold the Dark is that it will make more sense if one of them explains what it means to you, which then takes a little bit of the meaning away if you have to have explained what it, it means to you. Mm. Um, and I have no problem with that, in, in a sense, in that sense. But then I think the story is interesting, but I don't think that some of, I don't think the visuals are consistently as good as one another, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some very striking visuals and some very striking set pieces, but I did find myself waiting for the next great thing to happen or the next great thing to be shown. And it didn't, at points, it, it, it took a little bit too long for that to, for that to happen. And maybe I think you could have, and we, we do say it's a lot, but I think taking, either, I think it's one of those ones we're adding 10 minutes or taking 10 minutes away could have completely turned, changed the tone of the movie, not the tone of the movie, but the pacing of the movie. Mm. And I think the pacing was a little bit, a little bit snagged for me. But then you've got some really striking um, set pieces uh, within it as well. I mean, the, the shootout is it, it, fantastic. Oh, and the bit where the policeman gets shot with the arrow, that's a good shot. Yeah, well. and there's, there's bits like that that are quite striking. But And I also, like you said, there's, there's a point where you, you, have to make, you, have, you have to make intuitive leaps within the movie, yeah. and that's fine. But I felt a, a mild sense of, uh, of disappointment that, that some of those weren't resolved. Mm. But then I, I I understand that they shouldn't have to resolve those. A key one being, I am your you you Becky picked up on this, and I'm sure you will have it, Ian. But I am convinced that it that it that it is what it is. Whereas you're not as convinced, are you? No, I don't think that, it's ever. Um, that Riley Keough and Alexander Skarsgård, brother and sister. I don't think there's enough evidence to point to that. But I, I'm convinced that they are. Which is what I mean. I think it's one of those films where you can interpret it in a number of different ways. Yeah. And as long as you're happy that everything in your brain, everything yeah. you're seeing on screen, backs up what you think it is, then it's, it's going to be a completely different film for everybody. Yeah, it's going that, to... that's it. And if, if, if somebody can say, even the not this, and I go, actually, yeah, you're right, then I'll, I'll admit that I'm, that I'm, I'm wrong on that. But, I, but I'm not saying that you're wrong for thinking that they're not. Like you say, I'm not saying you know you're wrong because of this, this, and this. Mm. So this is why I, 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 I think it. So there is, there is that. Did, did you get that at all, Ian? Yeah, I mean, the, the issue I've got is that I couldn't really be fucked to come up with an interpretation about it because I didn't care. Did, uh, did, did, did it just flat out bore you? I just, I, it, I nothinged this film. Uh, like it, it's. I, 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 I was really, really disappointed, in all honesty. It's. Um, I mean, yes, what, it's. it's do, about, not... do you think about the same opinion? You're probably going to say yes, but I'm, I'm just going to ask the question anyway. Yeah, go on. Would, would you have felt differently about it, negatively or more, more, more negative or more positive, had you seen it in the cinema? Would you have been a little bit more angry, a bit disappointed, had you seen it in the cinema? Um, or... 
would would it would do you think some of the visuals would have made would have made more of an impact? In the sense? No, no, I don't think it would have made, made more of an impact. I mean, like to be fair, even if it did, I think it would have been offset. But the fact that I actually had to leave the house to watch it, um, That's you know. So I mean, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I like I say, I nothinged this film. I am completely, I'm, I'm just apathetic towards it. it it's a film that. Literally, like halfway through, seem seems to think, "Shit, we need to wake people up. Let's have a mental gunfight for ten <laughs> minutes." Um, you know, like it, it, it and, and then it just kind of carries on in its lackadaisical way. Um, I mean, the relationship between James Badgedale and Jeffrey Wright—they're kind of building some stuff up there, and then James Badgedale is just gone. Uh, it, 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 oh. it, I, I don't know. I just I can I, I can I can share your disappointment uh, in it in the sense that I was very excited by the by the trailer uh, and then felt a, a little bit let down. Like I said to to Bex um, before we started recording, I I did think at the end of it, oh, that was interesting. I I, I can't work out. That I think it's good or not, but that was interesting. Yeah. I found it interesting, but Wind River was a lot better. And yeah. yes, they're not they're not about the same thing like that, but they are very similar. I think. Yeah, no, no, it's just a lot better. No, no, for sure, and I agree. I agree with that. It's just like the first third, first fifty minutes or so. I was like, right, okay, this is intriguing. What like, what the fuck is going on? Like when he discovered the kid. It, it, I was just like, right, where the fuck is this going? Um, you know, and Alexander Skarsgård, they kind of introduce him, and it, it, again, it's, right, this, I'm not entirely sure where this is taking us. Um, and, but then it, it's kind of introducing Jeffrey Wright with the daughter who he hasn't spoken to for ages. And there's this kind of, like, mythological kind of stuff that it's like, well, is it mythological? Is it, it, is it not? And the whole film just feels like it starts throwing balls up in the air, and instead of even trying to catch them, Saulnier just kind of like shrugs his shoulders and walks off. Yeah. It, it does. It does feel a little bit uh, as well. Like I, I did feel a bit. I, I, it's basking a little bit in human misery. Mm. It, it, it like like mm. like Macon who again I, I I very much like as an actor, and I very much like him as a writer. But it is it is a little bit like he's gone right. What can we have? Child death, <laughs> ritualistic, rich, some kind of ritual, um, desolate places. Um, we could throw in some PTSD in there. I've got to throw a bit of rape in there. And it was like he was ticking off all these various things that he can put in there, um, and it just it. it it felt a little bit fast at points, but then mm. I thought that everybody in it was was very good, but it was turned down. Where some things you've got, for instance, you know, Nick Cage turns everything up to eleven. It felt like something went right. I want every everyone to turn everything down to <laughs> minus two. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it, it was but basically Jeffrey, right, Jeffrey. Way mom- too much emotion here. Jeffrey, mumble every single fucking line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apart from the one line 
which I thought was fantastic. It does take you out of it where he just where he turns around the guy who's shooting and says, "Will you just stop?" Yeah, and the guy literally stops because he's a taken back by it, and then thinks, "Oh great, I'm going to shoot this fucker," and and then obviously he, the, the the James Bysdale thing happens there, but but also well, I, actually, I, I, just to say. That entire scene reminded me of a bit in the fucking Last of Us. Becky, oh, yeah, yeah. I literally there was trying to think. I must have seen the Last of Us, but I don't remember watching which movie. And then, yeah. and then I realised it's not the game. When you're up in the tower thing and you've got to snipe the zombies as they try to get them. Oh well, I was yeah. I mean, I was thinking of the bit where there's the guy up in the tower shooting at you. Yeah, and you're trying like you're trying to get closer, but he's constantly oh, between the buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the bit just before the bit I said, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. Because then you go up the tower, and then the zombies are coming. Yeah, 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 for sure. Fucking good game, Matt. Um, yeah, I, I, I do always think that James Bysdale is criminally underused in everything he does, and he fucking is. He is here. Yeah, because he's because James Bysdale is fantastic. In pretty much everything he does, and he, he's great in this, but he's underused. Yeah. I, that, yeah. That, uh, I just, I'm, uh, yeah. I, the thing is, I say I nothing it, but I'm frustrated by it. But I'm frustrated because I nothing it. That's it. It's what what I think is a crying shame about it is, um, it is that Joey Song. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen Murder Party. Um, but Blue Ruin was fantastic. Mm. Um, and Green Room was an incredibly visceral experience to watch. Um, I, 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 I love Green Room, but I will never watch it again because it made me so angry. See, I don't, I remember not really liking Blue Ruin. I'd, I I'd like Blue to rewatch it, and I love Green Room. I've watched that about three or four times. Yeah, we were, we were, I, I've only watched it once, and I, can, I, 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 I don't think I could ever watch it again. It is frustrating, but it doesn't make me angry in said same kind of way. Even late makes me angry, where I just will absolutely never fucking watch that movie again because oh my fucking god! Yeah, same thing. I I, I can't watch that again. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I did feel a tinge of disappointment because it, I was also I was kind of hoping that this would kind of shut up the oh the Netflix looking everything's eh, crap yeah. come on Netflix is yeah and then it was like well actually no we've got the new Jeremy Song Air movie but you started for free and then you watch it and go. Yeah. Why weren't you better? <laughs> yeah, it's not as good as either of his two previous films. I feel like even I didn't, I didn't really like Blue Ruin, but I think it was one of those ones that I didn't like because it made me uncomfortable because mm. tonally. I, I just, I don't know. I just, I get the, I get, I get the feeling that in a few years' time, when Doris Lange has done done a few more films, it, 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 it's one that will look back on and go. It, it just didn't. It didn't quite happen. The idea was there, and everything happened, but the the, the, the just the magic didn't happen. You can't be that obscure if you're making a straight to Netflix movie. I feel. I think you can. <laughs> I, think, I think you can get away with it. Like, like you have to said, guide people a little bit. Like Ian said, the but if I'd got to see this at the cinema, and it was that the story was that small, mm. um, and that um, you had to pick that much of it yourself. I very much would have been like, right, I needed more visuals. I needed more striking 
visuals that I got. I didn't quite get enough striking visuals out of it. I, I don't think it was visually sumptuous enough. Mm. There was some great visuals in it, but th- a lot of them were in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the most striking visual in the entire film was... Um, that shot of the mountain, is it? No, I, I just thought one of the most striking visuals in the movie was um, when Alexander Skarsgård just killed the, the hunter. Um, and he's walking out of the lodge thing and you get him on that raised lodge. Oh, yeah, and yeah. He, he gets a silhouette of that. I thought that was a fantastic shot. Yeah. Um, when is it the... Yeah. Yeah, but, but then... But, 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 but it needed more of that. Well, the thing is, the trailer makes it out to be, A, possibly about wolves, not about wolves. No. Possibly about the occult because of the masks, not about the occult. It, 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 I, I found it too vague. It was vague. It doesn't know. It doesn't know what the fuck it is. It, it, yeah, I, I think you're right there. I think you're spot on. Right there, mate. I think. I think it, 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 it knows. It knows what it'd like to be. But can never work out what it is. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. I. I'm. I'm. I. I. Yeah. I've just. I'm definitely shit on it. Sorry. Like. I. And I'm really. I feel really bad about that because I really like Blue Room in a green room, but I just. Fuck me! It, it's a, it is a slog, and it just the 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 destination really is not worth the journey. Well, that, that's it. The, the 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 ending is too. It's trying. It's unsatisfying. It's trying to be bleak, but it doesn't quite manage it. Mm. Um, you know, again, again, I, I fall back to the thing. Wind Rivers on Netflix. Watch that instead. It's not the same film. No, it's a, it, it, but it, it, it's set in the same place and he's telling a, a similar story about the, this kind of lost people. Uh, but I think it just tells a better story about them. Hmm. I'm just saying they, could, they can both have their place. They can both have their place, but if you're sat between watching either of them because you want to watch a movie about the desolation of Alaska, then watch Wind River because it's a better movie. A bit rapey though, isn't it? Yeah, but this is a bit rapey. This is a bit rapey, fine, yeah. Yeah. And it's got a sister fucker in it. Allegedly. Mm, uh, I think I'm right on that one. I think you're wrong. Well, you're, you're wrong. Well, to be fair, a simple favour had a brother fucker in it, so... Uh, you know a brother fucker? Well, I, 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 this is a brother fucker in it as well. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Allegedly. No, not allegedly. Um, yeah, you, well, so what are you, Vex? I'm touching cloth because I'm still intrigued by it and I will give it another watch just to see and I think I I think that'll push me either way Um, but our audience was definitely not shit 38% touching cloth 25% shit 25% and geostorm 12% Mm. Mm. big week for you yeah very good right should we, uh, should we do a spot of what we've been watching? Yeah, just before I get on to that, do you know what? I feel like it's been a long time. What? I feel like we need to watch another movie where we can go, ooh, is it definitely not shit or is it Fallout? We haven't seen a really fucking great movie since Fallout. It's not that long ago, though. It is. We're, 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 coming, into the, we're coming into the business end, right? Yes. <laughs> Star business is Born. Like, people fucking love a Star is Born. People love First Man. Oh, do you know what? I'm not bought into Star is Born and First Man looks fucking boring, so... First Man looks fucking great. It looks boring. Your fucking mouth out. It looks fucking boring. 
Jeez. You, 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 it's all about Mandy. You're no soul. <laughs> we'll uh, probably watch Mandy this weekend, so. Uh, yes, uh, do, 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 do you want us to kick off? Oh, yeah, do it, do it, absolutely. Um. Okay, have we watched any? Yeah, we've got, we've got those. That's what we've watched. Oh, right, so we watched Django Unchained. Nice. Um, I it, it's one of those films where I with most Tarantino I have to be in the mood for it whereas with Django I could watch it anytime um, but obviously it's, it's quite long and uh, Mark was Mark, I, I just suggest it randomly every once in a while in the hope that he'll eventually say yes and he did so we watched Django um, over the course of two nights we had to cut it short and decided to do that before before Leo made it on screen, because it seemed like a good, a good point to stop it. We basically said, look, we're both at work tomorrow morning. It's 11 o'clock, half 11 at night. If, if, if Leo comes on screen, that's it. It's not going off, yeah. and it's still got an hour and a half left. Yeah, yeah. Um, not going to go into the plot, because I'm guessing the vast vast majority of people that are listening have, have seen Django. Um, it, just, it just gets better with every rewatch. For me, I think you know. It, it, the more I watch it, the more I appreciate the the well, the three main central performances, but in particular, um, Jamie Fox and Leo DiCaprio. I, I I feel like with Jamie Fox, up until this film, everything he was in, he was very much Jamie Fox as. In this, he is Django. He completely he loses himself in it, and I think it's. It, it's just it's a really amazing performance and Leonardo DiCaprio it's you know you, you watch this and you sit and you think all the amazing performances that he's turned out that are better than he is in The Revenant not that he's bad in The Revenant but it feels when you watch stuff like this that he's done um, and Wolf of Wall Street things like that and then you got the the Oscar for the Reverend Re- Revenant. It, it feels a little bit like a sympathy Oscar. He does cocaine off a hooker's arsehole in Wolf of Wall Street. There's no way that fucker is getting a. I know what I'm saying is on a performance level. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. And it, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Obviously, you've got everyone else that's in there. It's a fantastic cast. Um. And just just a great story. That ending, the the, the run up to the ending is is brilliant. The pacing of it's really good. The Ku Klux Klan scene is fucking hilarious, which is not something you can often say about a Ku Klux Klan scene. Um, yeah, it just it ticks all the boxes for me. I love it. Yeah, it, it's uh, every watch, like I said, every watch for me, it just gets better. I I do now think it is. It is my favourite Tarantino. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, I think it's it, it. I still think Reservoir Dogs would probably have that honour for me. That's that's fair enough. That I wouldn't disagree with that uh, because it's it, it's dislodged Reservoir Dogs for me. Because I think it's it, it's such a rich place to go to, um, and I I love the fact that it's it's telling people off. It's showing people how hideous and shitty this was um, in a, a, a wonderful way I think like what Beth said all the central performances are, are fantastic and everybody plays off each of the fun really well and uh, Christoph Waltz is 
it just gets Tarantino's dialogue um, so well. It's always nice seeing in that late film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I, I enjoy his very obvious disgust at the slogans as well and the people of the town yeah. in that movie because it. He just he looks at them in the same eyes as with the same eyes as a lot of the audience will be white people who don't agree with slavery, yeah. and he looks at it with those members of the audience's eyes, yeah, and then says what they're thinking, yeah, and the fact that he he knows he's going to get killed at the end of it, but just thinks, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to get to kill this piece of shit, and I'm, I think that's worth it. This he essentially chooses this is how I want to go. <laughs> this is the hill I'm going to die on. Yeah, and then you've got the. The brilliance of that of that shootout scene, which oh, gets gets criticised yeah. of um, it's too over the top, it's too bombastic, it's too what is it? And like, I want that. Yeah, I, I want that. I want over the top. I want bombastic. I want that song to fucking kick in, and it took all go fucking crazy. It's I think it's just Tarantino at the absolute tip of his game. Yeah. I think, fantastic. I think Tarantino, and I've got off a mild Tarantino tangent, but I promise I'll bring it back down. Um, I think what happened with Grindhouse um, bruised him, you know, and he went away and he'd done Jackie Brown, hadn't been successful, then he'd gone for the the Kill Bill movies, and they'd been they'd been really successful, but I do get the feeling that he felt a little bit unfulfilled by having a break in the two movies and then he hitched his wagon to the wrong person at the wrong time and Grindhouse Grindhouse didn't just didn't work and there was the friction between him and Rodriguez and all of that and then he comes he, he takes a little bit of a break and then comes out with Inglorious Bastards and literally went and re-announced himself and went can I just re-announce myself as I, this, this is how good I am and Bastards I think this really just good. elevated it even more. Bastards is really good, though. It is. It's fantastic. But I, I just think Django Unchained is currently, for me, his masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, what else have we got next? Well, I just did that one. All right. Well, I'll do... We watched 40 Days and 40 Nights. <laughs> nice. Um, we went to see us at the cinema on a date, didn't we, Becky? We did? Yes. Um, so yeah um, for anybody who doesn't know uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights it's a Josh Hartnett movie uh, back when Josh Hartnett was a was was hot shit wasn't he he was hot shit yeah and Um, he was considered hot as well which is weird given his hairline he has he's he's always had odd hair do you remember the odd hair he had in the faculty yeah I think it's the same odd hair it's not it's slightly different it's slightly different it doesn't have that weird he's got a weird Slope in his head. Um, But yeah, so he plays a character called Matt Sullivan who works for a dot-com company, one of those dot-coms. Actual line in the movie, you work for one of those dot-coms, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And essentially he's a web designer. Is it before the dot-com crash? It was before the dot-com crash, yes. Um, And he is dumped by his girlfriend. um, And... in the months preceding this, he ends up becoming a little bit of a... A man A man whore, yes. Yeah. Um, and decides that he's this is unfulfilled because while he is engaging in some fuckery, uh, he keeps seeing a crack 
opening up and the void of his life disappearing. So decides that he's going to give up sex and masturbation and any sexual thoughts for Lent. Um, it's, it, it's fun, isn't it, Bex? It still kind of holds up. Apart from, apart from, there is categorically no fucking way this movie could get made nowadays, is the Bex? No. No, he, he gets does. raped. He does. Yeah. He gets sexually harassed at work. Yeah, he does. Essentially sexually assaulted at work. And he gets raped. I don't think he gets really sexually assaulted at work. I would he? say that some of that is sexual assault. Yeah. If a guy exposed himself to a woman in the workplace, that would be considered sexual assault. Who exposes himself? The woman who, is the, who photocopies her ass for him. I think, I think you're probably taking it a bit farther. No, that, that's sexual assault. Sexual assault. It is. What, photocopying your ass? Oh, fucking hell, all right. Jesus. Jesus. Fucking princess, are you? All right. Fucking hell. But yeah, you just get raped. You're the Senate, do we? <laughs> Shut up. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't essentially get raped. He gets raped. I didn't say essentially he gets raped. I said, but yes, he does get raped. Yeah, it's problematic, is what I would it say. It is problematic. Yeah. 40 days and 40 nights. Problematic. More problematic than we realised at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, it was. What if fun? What if fun when Vanessa Shaw raped Judge Hartnett <laughs> in that film? Oh, the early noughties. Oh. Were they, were they uh, a carefree time? Innocent, innocent time. Yes. Yeah, so there was that. Yeah. Is Ian still with us? I think so. Ian, is still there? Oh, yeah. Maybe, unfortunately. <laughs> Why? I don't know, just... Every now and then, it just kind of feels like I'm listening in on you two, like, fucking buttering each other up for weird <laughs> sex. There's no butter, Ian. That'd be weird. Oh, no. God. <laughs> uh, do you want to do one? Um, okay... I watched The Big Lebowski in 4K on iTunes. That was good. Fucking nice. I enjoyed... I've been paying Mark to watch that for ages and he won't. It's supposed to be one of his favourite films and he won't fucking watch it. Um, he's going to have to get it at half past 11 at night. We'll watch it tonight if you want. No, we can't. I will put seven. Wait until you got 4K. Anyway. <laughs> right. I watched uh, Born to be Blue, which is the... Um, uh, Ethan Hawke uh, starring biopic kind of biopic thing of Chet Baker yeah. um, didn't know the story of Chet Baker going in it's really fucking depressing um, it, it's this really crazy biopic that starts as him shooting a biopic of his life and then it goes on from there as things get worse for him Um and then they kind of get better, and then they get great with this ending that's like, right, he's going to go back to the top of the pile, but there's this fucking, but there's a massive but dot 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 there, which is quite something. Ethan Hawke's bloody brilliant in it. Um... Yeah, it, it like I don't know. I was I was rather I was rather staggered by it to be honest. Uh, it's very very cinematic. Um, Hawk is fantastic, and 
I was very upset by it. So yeah, can't say fairer than that. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to get to that this week because I've hovered over it so many times, then not watched it for some reason. I'm, 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 I'm definitely going to get to it this week. Nice. It's fucking depressing. Right. Baby Mama, which is the Tina Fey and Amy Poehler starring film about Tina Fey employing Amy Poehler as a surrogate. Um, yeah, it was all right. Uh, that's kind of about all I got, really. It was quite gentle. There were a couple of decent laughs in there. Watched it with a few drinks. Had a good time. I'll never think about it again. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And, uh, it, 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 did, it did what it was supposed to do at the time you watched it. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, pretty much, man. It was like kind of in one ear, out the other, you know. So, which is fine. You know, some films are just designed to do that, and that's all good. Um, so, I also watched Selfie from Hell. <laughs> it's, it, is Selfie from Hell as good as it sounds? It's exactly as good as it sounds. Because it sounds horrible. Yeah, it's like 74 minutes long. It's on Netflix. Right. I'm just going to do something. Right. I need to send you guys a picture of one of the, like, the second lead girl in Selfie from Hell. Um, no, that doesn't really... No. Fucking, I need to find a picture of her where that she actually looks like her in the bloody film. It's very weird. Basically, this this girl, bless her, I think... I, there's no wise way of putting it, really. She looks like a 70-year-old woman. Uh, the bone structure of a 70-year-old woman put into the face of a girl in her early 20s. <laughs> what's, she, what's she called? Um, what, like the actress's name? Yeah. Fucking... Let me find out. Oh, I think I know what you mean. Have you found her? Yeah. Wait, a character called Julia. Uh, actually, no, I don't think so. Hang on. The blonde one or the dark-haired one? The dark-haired one. Julia, yeah, that is her. Yeah, I can see what you mean. Her eyes look like they're falling off her face, but from the sides. Yeah, that, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, hang on. She's known for Selfie from Hell 2015 and 2018. Guessing it's a shot. I'm about. Oh, she just so happens to be a co-producer on this film. Right, she didn't fucking write it, did she? No. Okay. Right, yeah. So, basically, she's this, this girl who... Her mate is uh, the fucking. I don't even know what her mate is. She's staying with her mate, and she arrives at the airport, and she's really sullen. And her mate wants to take a selfie with her, and she's like, "No!" And then she gets to her mate's house, and she basically gets taken ill pretty much straight away. And what has been happening is she's been going on the dark net researching this selfie from hell thing because she thinks it would be funny for her vlog 
And it turns out that there's something in the dark net which is which is coming after people if they watch all 13 selfies. Um, and then their phone screen cracks and then it comes for them or something. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it just, like, I watched this on the treadmill, just like, what the, like, just what the fuck am I watching? Um, so it's almost single location as well. It almost entirely takes place in this woman's house. And it's just this woman fucking wandering around every now and then getting scared and then fucking taking selfies so that she can see some shadowy thing in the background. It's f- oh. I mean, it's fucking awful. But it's not even... It's not funny. It's just shit. So there's a reason why it's... Um, why it's like 73 minutes long. Oh, God, yeah. And it just... I, I, I didn't even know what was happening in the last 20, 25 minutes because it kind of like seems to indicate that it's supernatural but then it's like, well no, actually there's this real world person doing stuff but then it goes supernatural again and I I, I don't know. I, just the fact that it was like, literally, there's like this woman talking to her YouTube channel about how she watched all 13 selfies and it's just like, well you don't watch... You don't watch selfies. You look at selfies. Yeah, and, and it, it, like that's what the, the use of like syntax bothered me during this film. That's how much I was bothered by everything that was happening on screen. That and the fact that this girl, bless her, the makeup artist fucking hates her. <laughs> And also, the middle image of that girl on IMDb in the film is like her Facebook icon. And I don't know why anyone would ever use that image as their Facebook photo, because she just looks worried. (laughs) So, yeah. She literally does look like she's just said, do I really have to take the top off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's a good shout. But do you know what? She's actually a producer on this, and it looks like she did that. Like it was a short in 2015, and she was a producer on that as well. So, you know, fair play. Strike while the iron's hot. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a producer, you may as well star in the fucking thing as well. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know. It it was really because I actually thought that it was going to turn out that it was like the thing was sucking the life from her. Like I, 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 like I honestly thought that was going to be a plot point. Um, and bless her, it's just her face or what the makeup artist did to her face. <laughs> oh. Uh, I just, uh, yeah, no, it, uh, God, it's a piece of shit. Right. Um, just to finish off, a couple of LFF things. I've, I've actually written reviews for both on the site anyway. But uh, the Cannibal Club, fucking weird horror comedy satire thing about rich people hiring gardeners and then killing them and eating them. Um, but like the way they kill them is like the, the wife seduces the gardener and basically like fucks him, make sure he's on top of her. The husband jacks off 
like in a fucking like peaky hole, and then after he comes, just runs in with an axe and chops the gardener's head off. Um, so that's quite fun. Um, that's playing London Film Festival. Yeah, that's mental. That sounds more of a freight festival. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of enjoyed it. The third act's a fucking mess, but I, there, there's some interesting shit in there beforehand. It, it's kind of got stuff to say, but then it forgets about it and just goes. Actually, you know what? We'll just have some extreme violence. So <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, lastly, for me, a Bross documentary after the screaming stops, which looks at Matt and Luke Goss on their comeback thing. Um, it's it, actually I really enjoyed it. Um, they're two very, very, very different men. Ron Perlman's in it, talking about how much Guillermo del Toro loves Luke Goss in the first ten minutes, which was surprising. Um, and. Yeah, it's just two really different guys coming together, being very snippy at each other, seemingly kind of hate each other at points, but coming together because they are brothers. And um, it feels a bit artificial because, like, there's this countdown clock counting down to their first new gig, and, like, things seem to be going to shit, and then suddenly two days before the end of the gig, they've got shit right. They've come together and they love each other again. It does feel a bit like, really though? But I I, I thought it actually worked. And Matt Goss is a fucking riot. Yeah, from, from what was it? It's directed by a guy called Joe, Joe Perlman. I wonder if he's any relation. No, he's not. No, it's a different spelling of Perlman. Oh, it is, yes. Yeah, you're right, it is. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I actually quite enjoyed that. It looks like the, the first screening at LFF is actually already sold out as well, but there's there's a there's a few. Uh, but yeah, it's it's actually worth your time. I enjoyed it. Uh, that that's it for me anyway. Cool. Uh, all the bits we've got is uh, we watched Fletch and Fletch Lives, didn't we? We did, and Perfect Storm because it's like a horror movie for you. But yeah, you'll you have covered that before. Yes, I've also covered Fletch Fletch Lives. I think before. So what, what do you think? <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Oh, first watch for me, always on Fletch, isn't it? Because I always forget I've seen it. Yeah, and you've watched about four times. <laughs> no, it's very, it's very funny. It's, 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 it's dumb comedy, but not so dumb that it's like that fucking Holmes and Watson piece of shit you want to watch. Fucking. Okay. It's uh, like dumb, but like not cringy dumb. Yeah, and I, I, I like I, that. It's I, fun. I just, I, I, I love Chevy Chase. So. Yeah. No, it was really good. And, you know, I really, really enjoyed it. I'll, I'll watch it again. Yeah. I've seen it before. And I, I actually bought Fletch Lives on iTunes. We, I, I now have five Chevy Chase movies on iTunes. Good. Yeah. It's like even been inspired by all the negative press he's got over the last few weeks to just like, oh, I don't know what I'll watch. I, I, fuck him. What, what, what he said about um, Saturday Night Live at the moment it, it is, is true. It's a bunch of people that people uh, think are funny because they're on Saturday Night Live rather than a bunch of people who are actually fucking funny. Making Saturday Night Live funny, yeah. Yeah. When, when, when everybody, when every fucking sketch that I get shown of Saturday Night Live after it's been on is the guests doing funny things. Yeah. It makes you go, oh, maybe the people on it aren't funny. And when one of them's that dickhead who's engaged to Ariola Grande then it makes me go, all right, so comedy is dead then. Yeah, he's a bit of a cunt, isn't he? Yeah. It's, it's just, just saying shocking things 
isn't funny unless yeah. you're actually funny when you're saying shocking things. That's it, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, 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 that's it from us. Hello? Is he even on the toilet? I don't know. Ian, are you there? I think Ian might go on the toilet. I think he will be a bit longer to talk about Fletch and Fletch Lives. Fletch and Fletch Lives are great. They are. They're a lap riot. They're a lap riot. A live to laugh. A riot of laps. Yes. I'll be honest with you. I did just have a pee. Um, <laughs> I muted the mic. I thought you were going to have something else. So I genuinely, I promise you, I was listening. I just carried the laptop into the, the into the toilet with me. That's no problem. Yeah, we, yeah that, that's, 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 that's us for our, our watching. Cool. Okay. Um, I'm going to say ever so sorry to Marcus we are gonna do your fucking email like first thing next week <laughs> um, but I think let's let's call it a day it's been a very very fun show um, I've enjoyed it immensely I hope you two have yeah always man always very what good uh, a star is born oh, of course we are yeah yeah Ooh. I'm, Ooh. To, I'm really looking forward to that oh I am very much looking forward to that. Bradley Cooper's a handsome man. He is a handsome man. And he, he is at one point he's at one point he's wearing a a tan corduroy um like like corduroy denim jacket. Mm. And I'm looking at it going I wish I could fucking pull that off. It go quite nice with this this aesthetic you've the, got, the, this, the, this ranch hand aesthetic you've yes, got. Yes, that, that, that I'm wearing yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. just I just wish one day I can look as drunk and sunburnt as he looks in that one fucking shot when he's in the limo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I am looking forward to seeing it, to be honest. I'm not as buzzed as you are about it, but I am looking forward to it. I, I, I just think that the trailer makes it look like I'm going to go, that was fucking brilliant. See, if that's what you're basing it off, I don't get it. The trailer is fine. Oh, I I fuck off, Becky. It's going to be great. I, I, I think it is. I'm sure, I'm sure it is. Trailer-wise, it's not a great trailer. I think it's one of the best trailers of the year. It's no, Mark. Have you not seen the Mission Impossible Fallout trailer? Well, yes. He did say one of, to be fair. <laughs> one of the best trailers of all time, the Mission Impossible Fallout Obviously, trailer. Obviously, it's standard. Yeah, Henry Cavill reloads his arms to music. <laughs> True. <laughs> Fucking, I want to rewatch that movie. <laughs> it's still nice, Ginger. No, it won't. But it'll be on 4K, though. Shut up about 4K. <laughs> no. I'm trying it. Yeah, you're weird. Just let him buy a 4K TV. You will the both be happier. So that's it. Yeah, you both be happier. And no, he's right. The Rambo films are coming out on 4K, Becky. So you've got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just very quickly before we go, hmm. have you guys heard the news about the Conjuring Three directoring? No, it's not James Wan. Mm. How do you feel about that? Who is it? Um, one of his protégés. Um, and I'm fine with it. To be honest, I think it's um, there. I'm a bit sad about it. To be I'm a bit sad about it because James Wan's a fantastic director. He's a fantastic director of that type of movie. He's still producing. Well, he, he's still producing. Yeah. I'm guessing that that um, it'll still. I, I don't think he'd hand over that property to somebody he didn't trust. No, nobody. Someone whose whose movie is just produced. Hmm. Um. The Curse of Lillarona or something. Yeah, and, and although the nun always really got on with it that well, did we? No. no? Uh, mm. it, it's financially, it's been the biggest... 
I know, but we're going to do just financial hits. The Conjuring, the core spine, the spine of that movie franchise it is the Conjuring movies, obviously, with the Warrens. And it's the other two have been James Wan. I just don't know how I feel about someone else I'm taking all, the reins. I will wait and see. Yeah. Well, and apparently the, the, the rear is still persisting that it's about werewolves. Yeah. And, nice. You know, you did say it here first, guys, before uh, before any of this information came out. It's been Diesel directing it. <laughs> Maybe Vin Diesel is directing it. No, it's, it's another guy. Yeah, Vin Diesel the producer. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Vin. <laughs> That'd be great. Right. Okay. Good stuff. So we'll be back next week, guys. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Dudemonkey at gmail.com at D A A M E N L at DudeFoz at BexyFoz. And that is us out. Bye bye. See you later.